0: Today, we talk Einstein, AD20, and Louis' gardening habits. Get ready. Welcome to Money on My Mind, the podcast that breaks down the world of finance and other current events for Gen X and Y straight from the streets. Your boys, Jaden and Louis. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of Money on My Mind. I'm Jaden. I'm Louis. So each week we talk about stuff we kind of feel like talking about that we think is relevant. Hopefully you do too. <laughs> no, but it, it's, it's genuine needs for Gen X and Y and stuff that helps. Really, it might seem a bit far fetched right now, but it, it makes people money from
1: our experience and things we've seen. And yeah. So this week uh, it's the third part of the vision, goal setting, and then achieving session. So today we run through basically. Um, the major thing that stops achievement, and that's procrastination, and just ways to beat that. So, why you probably shouldn't put it off till tomorrow. Why that sucks. Mm. What it costs you, because it actually does
0: cost you money, even though you don't realise it. Um, and then, really, how to beat it, how to smash it, how one up it, it. yeah. Ten x is it a ten x episode? I think it is. <laughs> not not quite. It's maybe <laughs> it's maybe an eighty twenty x. And yeah, we 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 get heavy with some Italian. Was he a philosopher?
1: No, he was an engineer and stuff. Ah, uh, economist and sociologist. So he, my boy Wilfredo,
0: he gets in the house and talks eighty twenty, which is pretty interesting, actually. And it's just a different way of looking at everything in your life and just doing kind of a bit of a self audit, mm. whether it's your friends, your work, what you do on the weekend, and you know, keeping the good stuff and getting rid of the stuff you don't like, like Louis gardening, which we'll <laughs> talk about anyway. So I hope you enjoy it. Let's go.
1: So procrastination, <laughs> teach me. Teach me about this. So yeah, procrastination, basically uh, everyone's guilty of it at some point, whether it's looking at all those cool dog groups on Facebook mm-hmm. or cool cats, Cats. They're, they're an animal as well. Uh, and then yeah, even Pokemon Go at the moment seems like a great procrastination tool. Well,
0: it gets you outside, so you're healthy and you're kind of doing things, mm-hmm. right? And, and battling. Yeah, <laughs> I got beaten the other day. I actually played. I was like a level six. Got smashed. It's really oh, impressive. Really. Yeah.
1: yeah. Anyway, you can't can't beat a full time nerd.
0: No, no. Yeah, really. Got... And people with drones. You said. Yeah, saw one is... guy walking around with his ready to unleash the beast with like a Pokemon, of iPhone like attached to a drone that was flying around the park.
1: Oh, the phone was attached to the keep like joystick. Sorry, but, yeah. yeah,
0: but the GPS. of so the phone thought it was walking yeah. around the park while he sat there on the seat. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Pokemon, but it's like we're, we're procrastinating on the topic already. <laughs> Damn it. All right. So, like, obviously, just, you know, we've gone through the stuff from last week, and we're talking about how you can actually
1: make, you know, hit those goals. And the one thing in the way yeah, is? Is procrastinating. So, today we'll run through basically the opportunity cost of it, which means what are we doing with our time rather than what could we be doing? So a lot of the time we procrastinate because it is not a measurable thing. So you you can't say, oh, you know, procrastinating cost me $1,000 of my time because you haven't directly paid that $1,000. But in reality, it could have well cost you that much. So opportunity cost is what would you rather be doing? Or what could you be doing with your time, rather than what you're currently doing? So to give an example of that, uh, right now we're sitting down, having to talk to each other. Hey, hey, and hopefully people are listening. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else could we be doing? Um, could be taking the dog for a walk, or mm-hmm. could be going to the gym, mm-hmm. or could be, you know, winning the seeing, lotto, seeing clients to make Wait, more money. Yeah, <laughs> takes takes it. Uh, yeah, it does take effort to do so. Mm-hmm. But um, so, what we'll be getting down to is what that's really costing you. So. For wealth generation or anything, your biggest asset is time. So delaying either saving some income tax or delaying starting to save or invest, it's going to cost you a lot in the long run. Um, But unfortunately, because it's not a known cost, it is basically out of sight, out of mind. So I'll give you some examples quickly. To hit a million dollars by the age of 65, depending on what age you're currently in, you're going to have to fork out more. So if you're 25 right now, Uh, and you wanted to save $400 per month and invest that in a managed fund or something that's got an average return of about 7%, you'll hit a million dollars. At 55. At 65. Right. So in 40 years, basically, it's saving $400 a month, you will hit a million dollars. If you are then 10 years down the track at 35... You still have the same goal. By the age of 65, I want to have a million dollars. And you um, put it off for 10 years because you couldn't be bothered. Exactly. Whatever. So that's going to cost you now $855 a month. So you're going for 405 to to $855. Yeah, $855. 855 um, Again, delay another 10 years to 45 Yeah, like shmere. You can have some kids or whatever. Yeah. So you've got to fork out 1970 per month at that stage. And then, again, delay another 10 years. You're going to have to put out... 5,846. You had the vacays, you've done all that, you've gone from
0: 400 to now.
1: now, How much was it? uh, 400 to 5,846. Shit. So, breaking that down even further, how much of that money is yours that you've put in for that million dollars compared to how much has been growth over time? So, if you're 25, you start saving now. Over the 40 year period, you'll only put around 194,000 of that million dollars into the account yourself. The rest will be growth over that 40 years. Mm. Skip forward that 10 years, you're gonna have to basically put another, over $100,000 of your own money to reach that million dollars. So at that rate, it's about $307,000 of your own money's gone towards the million. Skip all the way forward to 55, you're gonna have to save 700, around $701,000 to hit the million dollar target. So. Ouch. It's quite a big uh, differential just based to the delay of that savings or wealth accumulation strategy.
0: compound interest and it's making money over all those years, which Einstein said (laughs) compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world.
1: (laughs) Didn't know that, did you, Louis? But Uh, you know a lot about this stuff, so... We'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> so other things that we procrastinate on is just not planning ahead when traveling, so you can miss out on good deals there. Um, not paying a credit card off on time, so you mm. just incur interest. Which Steam. all those interest-free loans yeah. that go from like zero percent to a billion percent. Bubble three loans. Years. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, then buying gifts at the last minute, so you either mm. miss on sales or you have to get express delivery, which. Costs like twenty bucks sometimes, unless you're in America and you got Amazon Prime. Anyway, yeah, well, hey, American listeners. are screwed here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or even staying in a job you don't want or that's not making you happy, basically, because while it's not a physical cost to you, it's more an emotional and health related cost to you. Hmm. So, how to stop procrastinating, which is the key thing that we're all asking I'm waiting. ourselves. I'm waiting my t- teach me. <laughs> so there's um. A Soviet psychologist, he actually found um, that... And what was his name? Uh, Zaganak. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, something like that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he broke down, uh, he did a study and figured out that people remember incomplete tasks um, or interrupted tasks more so than complete tasks. So if in your daily lives, how often do you think, oh, yeah, it was great that I fully completed that document today. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't complete that document or you didn't go to the gym or something, your mind will go shit, I didn't do that. I should have done that. So that is causing you to then procrastinate around certain tasks and basically waste more time thinking about, oh, I have to do that tomorrow, and it's causing uh, decision fatigue. So how to break it down? Basically what we went through last week and, yeah, the last two episodes of making a goal, breaking it down to small chunks that are very achievable, and you create a deadline and have an accountability buddy. Accountability buddy? Will you be my accountability as long Sweet. as you be mine,
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um, and there's actually a good book, um, called Eat That Frog, which is pretty much like that, but a longer <laughs> version. Trying not mine, which is like pretty much that. Like, if you want to do something, yeah, you've just got to start and get the hardest thing out of the way at the beginning of the day or do it because unless you do it, then you get all, yeah, decision fatigue. It just never happens and so, keeps thinking
1: about it. And never, start so. ripping off a band aid mm-hmm. where if you've got an awful task to do. I heard someone talking about this as well the other day where they lost a bed and they had to drink a bucket of pee. Ew. And they were saying, when would you rather do it beginning of the day or the end of the day and then just get Be it out of the way? so
0: fresh at the beginning of the day. I assume you brush your teeth <laughs> you, at the beginning of the day. Well, you
1: can brush it again. It's not a finite Are number of brushes. Are you two a day? Brusher? Two a day, yeah. Floss? Uh, one makes me floss. Yeah. She's I, a dental hygienist. Again, I procrastinate that one. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another topic. So um, the best way to break it down, is a little thing called the Pareto Principle. So eighty-twenty 20 rule.
0: Who was an Italian. We had a bit of a debate. He was born in France, but I knew he was Italian because my parents are Italian, so obviously I know, and Wikipedia also confirmed <laughs> that, <laughs> that. In 1906, basically found that 80% of the land of Italy was owned by 20% of the population, which, again, Louis and I kind of debated because I thought it was – I'd read a story where it was like his herb patch and there was peas growing, you know, 80% of the peas came from 20% of the patch. But anyway, the principle can be applied across a lot of things and since lou has got stats there, it's been proven a couple of times. Yeah,
1: like most most people um, since over the past 100 years, people have built on that principle where it's not so much a law in nature like gravity with acceleration or anything. It's more an observation where in the majority of cases, uh, 20% of your input creates 80% of the result. Or it could be a negative as well, where 20% of the issues in your life create 80% of your stress or uh, problems. Mm-hmm. So it flows through to a lot of things where uh, 20% of workers can produce 80% of the results or again, um, you spending time on Facebook. So 80% of your day could be literally just procrastinating on going from task to task. But just that core 20% of what you do in the day gets the majority of your work completed. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. So, again, it's not a finite number where the numbers 20 and 80 must always equal 100. Uh, You could literally do 10% of the work and still hit 80% as long as you've got those systems and check places in place. But to give you an example, like if you're a blog writer or you want to spend, you know, an hour writing a blog and you have no idea what to do, spend the first 10 minutes basically coming up with six ideas and then just pick one and it will be a lot easier than the remaining 50 minutes to get a completed blog done rather than rattling your brain. So you're focused and you yeah. know what you're doing, yep. The same with um, any single decision. So if you have three hours to do a task in, um, if you haven't broken that down saying, okay, I'm going to get the core basically tasks done first, you can spend procrastinating of going between like I'll send this email out or I'll look at a Facebook photo but chunking it down and keeping just work focus hours where for one hour here I'm not going to do a single thing shut all my internet tabs uh, turn my phone off unless you need your phone for work (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) have a lunch break yeah so it's basically around um, just time delegation and if you do not enjoy doing a job or activity so we talked about this previously my gardening habits where Mm it would take me an hour to two hours to do the gardening you two green thumbs that aren't green no quite pink but uh so breaking that and just delegating where you can leverage yourself to complete a lot of the tasks that aren't your core genius or aren't making you the money so anything in your life
0: mm, what have i done lately
1: tax actually that's
0: on the wall you can do e-tax I hate doing tax mm. get an accountant doesn't cost much <laughs> means i can spend more weekends doing stuff i like yeah but yeah interestingly like even expanding what louis said there um a good friend of the show, Tim Ferriss, and a close mate of neither of Louie and I's, has <laughs> written a fair bit about the Freedom Principle. And basically, he actually applies it to everything and anything in his life. So, you know, to eliminate the 20% that's causing him 80% of the trouble. So, like, even you might have friends that you get yeah, kind of friends, like <laughs> in a minority that can be causing issues. Well, there's those people that are party life that you could potentially, this, you know, might bring some thoughts to the thing Mm -hmm. alright that makes sense (laughs) Um, or it could be you know customer complaints in a workplace 80% complaints might come from 20% of the products
1: delays there's all sorts of things so um,
0: Louis moving on
1: yeah so a good way to focus on your priorities and what actually is important to you is just write a list of everything that you do from there Work out if you only had two days in the work week to actually achieve everything, what would you do uh, to make the most amount of money or the most amount of success or the highest level of happiness, anything really what's important to you? What would you do in those two days from that list and what could you actually achieve? Mm -hmm. Then look at the remaining things on the list and say what can be delegated. So what could you actually pass off to someone else? So say you don't like Doing scanning or something, you can find someone on Fiverr or there's actually other services out there where you can just get someone to come in Mm -hmm. do all your scanning for you. Yeah, put on there exactly. So there's always someone willing to do the jobs that you don't like doing, and some people out there love doing the jobs that you don't like Mm -hmm. doing. So some people scanning, just some people are mad about paperwork, but um, (laughs) I'm not so much. So those people they they're happy to accept that work, and especially if you can go out and generate. You know, a hundred dollars in an hour. Whether that you're going to get and pay that person twenty dollars, and it's
0: potentially something you enjoy as well. Yeah, that you can do. So it's really then getting that list and then working out. You know, the twenty percent of the highest and most important things in your life that are going to add the addition of the value and make that your to do list. Yep. And then equally work out the twenty percent of most negative and detrimental and the things that you really hate and don't yeah. add any mm-hmm. value, and then put on that onto your you know not to do list or your outsourcing list and stuff that you give someone that loves scanning and paperwork and that stuff to do (laughs) and you can spend your weekends gardening.
1: Yeah, that's (laughs) the most important thing when if you're fatigued and let's say you're working seven days a week, productivity goes down a bit, uh, you need those days off. So that's where a lot of this delegation comes in just so you can focus on what you want, get the most out of it without stressing too much. I guess rounding it up then. Yeah, so rounding it up. Uh, procrastinating, it's something that seems enjoyable at the time but costs you very much so in the long run. So mm-hmm. don't, again, don't delay doing that tax saving. Mm-hmm. Just, Should definitely do that because then
0: <laughs> saving $400 a month now can be a million dollars later.
1: Or more, depending on the returns. Clearly. So uh, from there, breaking down a list of what you do every day. Uh, so a good thing is even a timesheet. Like for myself, I kept a little Excel file for a while of what I actually do in the day and I was amazed at how much time I actually waste. Of- a little self-audit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do a self-audit and then from there, what's the key task in the day which is basically going to get you the most out of your life. So that comes back to your vision and goals. It should be a list pretty much around what your goals are and what your vision is because if you don't have that again, it's pretty hard to focus on what you want and what's important to you. Hmm. Golden. Couldn't have said it better myself. Hi right, guys, I'm Jaden. I'm Louie. And chat next time. See ya. Yeah.